recording now because I, I'm scared. I feel like I have too much power now. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, the little wavies look good and we can't, I don't hear any echo like before. So I feel like it's going to be good. I think, I hope, I hope it. Yeah. I mean, I hope and I pray. That's all okay. we can do really is hope and pray. <laughs> We're just trying to do this the best we can. I know. Oh, audio production. This is an amateur podcast. <laughs> 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 podcast oh my god should we just start for the sake of yeah starting? let's just start because i like legitimately don't want to risk stopping the recording and starting again so let's just start <laughs> okay cool yay welcome <laughs> to the last comment i'm shanae i'm erin lol <laughs> you know what it is the last episode the audio quality was so ratchet that i'm kind of scared to say anything now i'm like let me just okay, talk well, in soothing tones no screeches no scream maybe just, just come back a little bit away from the mm-hmm. mic a little bit so your mic's not mm-hmm. so hot maybe <laughs> okay i'm back i'm back i sat back how are we doing no that sounds good i think that's that's good should we should we try again? Should we start over? Let's do it. Okay. Hello and welcome to Last Comment. I'm Shanae. I'm Erin. And, and we're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love how the show has bloopers. So. <laughs> so many bloopers. More bloopers than show at this point. <laughs> I would say, I would say so. Wait, what, do we keep going? What should we do? Should we start over? We can keep going, yeah. Or do you want to start Wait. over again? Let's start I over. Know. I think the third time's the charm. Okay, maybe, do you want to introduce it? Maybe that'll be better. Oof, I am the problem. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you hold on. Are not, you're not the problem. <sighs> Deep breaths, okay. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Last Comment. I'm Erin. I'm Shanae. And we're going to talk about things that you're already done talking about. That's the theme of the show. That doesn't really sound yeah. very compelling, does it? But it, it will be. What else did they have to do, honestly? What else do they have, <laughs> what else do, they have to do? <laughs> what else is there, I ask? What else is there? Okay, so we start off each episode doing a recap of Westworld, and it's going to be really hard this week. It's going to be really, (laughs) really hard. I'm going to level you with you. I don't know. I just truly don't know what is happening. I know that season two took a, I mean, should we be talking shit? Because one of our plans, dear listeners, is to get Aaron on the show. So I wonder if we should talk shit or if that's, I mean, honestly, if you ever got even close, we would just strip this podcast from record and it would be like it never I mean, if I ever approach success of any kind, I'm stripping my whole existence from the internet. No one's going to know anything I've ever said. Uh, So with that in mind, with that in mind, I guess we can say that I think what's so interesting about watching this show, and if you're looking for a recap, this isn't the place to get it because I don't know 
what happened. But I will nope. give my thoughts. And it's just, I was sitting there watching it, confused, mm. Mm. Um, unsure. Bewildered. Uh, unsettled even on and LinkedIn I was just like, half the time <laughs> <laughs> literally I spent most of the episode networking <laughs> on LinkedIn trying to get information because I would like my good friend Aaron to be a story editor on this show and so I was like looking into it trying to see what connections we need to make we did find a good connection so it was time well spent but um as I was I was just sort of like, what, what's the tea? Like how it's so interesting because I know that creation is hard. Me and Aaron are both writers and we know that writing a thing is hard, but I think the show has a budget that rivals Marvel movies. And I just don't understand why there's not enough of investment into the writing process. Like I torture myself over story and nobody's even paying me yet. So the fact that people get paid and they don't seem to be torturing themselves the same way is weird. But then I'm like, maybe I'm just being insensitive and they are focusing on it, but there's, I don't know. It's just very odd. And this season, I think, because I feel like at least with season two, you it was coherent even if it wasn't good you kind of mostly kind of understood what was happening but I feel this season is just completely doesn't make any sense because none of the characters have any motivations that are clear to you so when you're watching it you're just sort of like but what (laughs) and it's just a very it's a very weird experience because it looks good and the acting is good. But then also I think the acting wasn't good in this episode. And I think it's just because they were just giving so little to go on because if you're an actor, yeah, what do they even really say to you? there wasn't a lot to work with. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if I were one of the actors, I'd be like, what's my motivation? And then someone would shrug at me. So Right, exactly. <laughs> what do you even tell them? For example, with the Maeve, it's just like, what? What is Danny Newton being told? You know what I mean? I just can't imagine. And I think you can tell a little bit in her performance because I watched a couple episodes of season one yesterday and it's just a, you can tell what she's doing. It really makes sense. And she's very focused, but I feel there's a slight glaze to her expression this season. And I think it's just because she's unsure, even though Hector, spoilers, he was killed last episode, which I think gives her kind of a motivation but that's not the right Dolores to go after, right? I mean, again, even listening to you attempt to explain why it was confusing didn't make sense to me. None of it makes sense to me. It's all it's all very perplexing. But yeah, I feel like the acting is what would compel me throughout season two, for example, which some people thought was really bad, but I enjoyed it. That was fun, at least. This isn't mm-hmm. even fun. It's just kind of like what is happening what does anyone want the only person who said straight up what he wants was ed harris my king slay that in there but that's it like and then he says oh i'm gonna kill you guys and then he tries to kill the guys and they're like what i I I know and they're just like he doesn't mean it and i'm like i'm pretty sure he does no guys he he definitely means it (laughs) like he for sure means it yeah, no, I feel like I also usually watch this show deep into an edible, and I didn't this time, hoping it would help me understand it better. Reader, it did not. It made that situation <laughs> worse. <laughs> I feel like this I was love actually... It. Dear, re- dear readers, dear listeners. <laughs> Reader, I married him. No, I really don't <laughs> know 
I mean, I feel like I would have understood more if I had been very high and I, and maybe I would have like paid attention a bit more, but also it was just so boring. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was just really boring. I do blame this. I blame myself because about <laughs> 20 minutes, <laughs> about 20 minutes in, I was like, you know what? <laughs> uh, dear listeners, I got to about the 25 minute mark and I was like, you know, this is not the best use of my time. And I'm I'm going to go after other pursuits. And so I proceeded to go down to LinkedIn, which is honestly all you need to know about this show is that it's so boring. You went to LinkedIn. Yeah. And I was like, let me see if we can get some email addresses for some people so we can get her on the show. I was thinking strategy, like, do we got to be a producer's assistant? What's going on? And that's not a good sign, dear listeners. It's not a good sign about the thing. They for sure do need that story editor, though. You did mention that. And I totally agree, because there's a lot of key bits of info that I know we haven't seen, like Caleb knowing that Dolores is a host. How? When did that happen? When? What a conversation between because, like I said, I didn't know this for sure, but I watched a recap after we watched it, and it said that you know, the Charloris had tipped off Maeve to the location, and so that's why Dolores, too, was killed. And I was just like, Where was that? Also, yeah, where'd no. you get, when'd she get her body back? Because no, when we saw her, last- when did Tessa <laughs> get her body back? When did Tessa reprint? We didn't see and where, it. And where did she reprint? Isn't that yeah. a good question? So that's, it's interesting because the story editor, I feel like is a job that's kind of thankless, but they really need one, especially when you're putting, it's sort of that thing from Game of Thrones when the water bottle, which seems like a small deal, yeah. but because, and obviously this isn't the same idea as the story editor, but it's one of those details that ruins the whole thing Everybody put so much work into that scene. Costumers set up. I mean, listen, we're not going to get into Game of Thrones right now. But but -hmm. it just shows that like how a little thing (laughs) could make the whole thing sort of invalid. And so I feel like these little details that are actually that seem small, but put the whole story in context being missing actually kind of impede like it just makes it even less. Because once you realize that you're confused, it's hard to come back, right? It's like, you don't ever, because that's what happened to me. I was like, listen, I'm never going to understand this. So I'm going to look, I'm going to go on LinkedIn. And that's not what you want. And because Westworld always plays around with mystery and they're kind of like, oh, we're mysterious. And it's a mystery that keeps you on the hook. But this type of mystery doesn't really keep you on the hook. It just, it confuses and it's boring. This season is boring. I feel every week, I mean, last week I think was an improvement. And it's just because Charloris is probably their best storyline. She has the most clear motivations. We understand what she wants. We see her struggle. But every other character on this show, anytime anybody else is on the screen, I'm just like, what? Even my beloved Bernard and Stubbs, truly, why are they there? It makes no sense. (laughs) Their storyline makes no sense. We don't get any information about what they're doing. There's no significant anything like it 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 just doesn't make sense and a story editor could have been like but if you're gonna spend seven million dollars having these people be at this location you should probably (laughs) make sure that this information is going to make sense the whole thing with jesse pickman and that big ball the past ball the crazy ball i guess i was just like what the 
uh, Solomon also, which by the way, they like, I feel like, and I might be wrong, but I feel like the only reason I knew what Solomon was when Dolores first said it was because I listened to all these Westworld recap podcasts. Like, it right. doesn't, I don't feel Definitely. like it was explained in the show ever. I almost feel like, wait, if you just watch the show, does anyone just watch the show and actually get what's happening? Or do we all so. go straight to Reddit? Because Right. Reddit and the recapable show. Because I, I was just, as I was finishing, I was like, well, I'm going to have to go figure out what the fuck just happened because I don't know. And they everybody's very... Um, tuned in and they understand it and i'm just like how and it's 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 actually kind of lazy because it's lazy of the writers because the west world is really i think overly reliant on the community of Westworld to fill in the gaps for them because then we end up thinking that we're getting information that we don't actually get from the show we get from somebody who's watched the show is making sort of educated guesses and we all decide that that educated guess must be right because there's so many things that like aren't actually said or understood it's just that I know them because I listened to a podcaster and they gave a theory and it made sense and then later it confirmed to be true but even though it ended up being true we didn't actually get the information. It just later was true. It's kind of like the thing in the beginning with the Charlotte thing. We'll be like, oh, later she called them, but we don't actually know that. It's just something that was true later. Do you get what I mean? They skip. Yeah. They big skip parts. over it completely. Although I guess they did. No, it is, it's not enough. They just don't give enough explanation ever. But they also do this weird thing where they rehash the same thing over and over and over again. Most of the middle half while you were on LinkedIn, I was just watching <laughs> Caleb and Kid Cudi go back and forth through various timelines. One was real, one was not, I guess. But like, as they kept doing that, I was like, I'm actually getting more confused with all this rehashing. And I wish we could spend more time just telling me why is... Where is Maeve? How did Maeve sign up Clementine? What's going on with Bernard? Like, I just wanted to know, I just want to know how all the stories fit together. And I still have no idea. And then you also said something like, uh, Sirak is actually the machine. Like he and the machine are the same. Yeah. Was that your thought? I was thinking that. I feel like that's brilliant. I think that they, I think that Soraka's in that machine. And then like, I think his brother is in the old crazy version. That's my theory. Cause he was talking to him like it was his brother. I think he's in the machine, right? Like they're the twin machines. Oh. I don't know. That's just what, I mean, literally that's all I got when I looked up because literally the whole middle was just them talking and I love Kid Cudi as much as the next person, but it's just like, I don't, looks good. I mean, <laughs> you look, I mean, honestly looks great. I was like, this is working for me. Normcore Kid Cudi. I like it. I just don't think that it was news. Like that's the other thing about that storyline. Didn't we know that he killed Kid Cudi? Like with all those flashbacks, it was alluded to. And I just feel it wasn't that interesting of a reveal because the information given doesn't even make sense. Like how does his him killing Kid Cudi have anything to do with the other stuff that they did with him, it doesn't really relate, I guess, because it's a mis- a, a, yeah. a memory that they replaced, but I'm sure they replaced lots of memories. It's a very weird thing that they're trying to do with that character to make him connect. But then again, with the story editor, there's so many things that don't connect. So are you going to tell me that Dolores purposefully got knocked out, take taken to that fucking... Um, park shot all those people almost died 
and it was all like a part of her grand plan like that's bullshit i don't believe that so like i don't know how they're gonna make this make sense as far as how he is existing in this way that's supposed to be the important the most important person in the universe or whatever just doesn't make sense to me so yeah i um yeah no again i have nothing to give also i didn't even get again i didn't get looks i didn't get fashion i didn't get like also no fashion harris like (laughs) why am i here that was a big issue that was a big issue it was a huge problem for me because at least like i miss the park desperately actually when they were on horses in the one clip and one scene i was like wow take me back to the park take me back to teddy take me back to all of it because it was just like I mean, I just long for a different time when we could roam in general. <laughs> I know. You're just like, yeah, because I mean, this version of it feels very claustrophobic. And this episode I also kind of, feel claustrophobic. <laughs> this episode also looked kind of cheap or just felt like they blew all. Also, are we ever going to go back to War World? What is happening? <laughs> Did War World have any purpose at all? I suppose not. Ooh, I forgot about War World. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Right? I don't know, Shanae. I don't have it. I don't have it. Anyway. I don't have it. Take me back to the park. I want them to have to go back to the park. I want that to be the secret. That's That's like the key to humanity or something. I want that. But like, I don't know if we're ever going to go back. I just wish somebody would tell me, like, they keep telling me what Dolores wants. And I was on this live stream before this. And they're like, Dolores is an extreme and she wants these things. And I just don't buy it. It doesn't make sense. Like... Does she? Like, people, I know people <laughs> are like, she's burdened with all this purpose and she wants to rule. And and she was like, she was in hell and da 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 da. It's like this thing where I don't even, they haven't really established, like, I guess they opened her mind so that she was like aware of the pain of like, you know, all these times that she was killed and stuff that or whatever. But they never really sold me that, that it was really something that truly upset her. It just seemed like she just snapped, right? She was just like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to kill everybody. But like, you never really, I don't know. I never really bought it. Even during season two, I was like, what is she? Like, I get why she's so mad, but because of her performance, I was like, is she so mad? It just seems like she's kind of going with the motions. Well, also season two, they were telling us that she was Wyatt. Right. Like, remember that whole thing where she was supposed to be this evil, sociopathic Wyatt and almost had like a split personality, but then I guess they've abandoned that entirely. I don't. I don't know. I forgot about that detail. Yeah. I think that if they would have brought that back into this season, I think it would have made her actions make more sense. Because right now it's just sort of like, and then again, with the, like, I was glad when they blasted her arm off. I was like, yes, give me something. Because she's truly like, she spent the last seven hours of the show just knowing everything, having her plan. And again, where does she create this fucking plan? So intricate. Where did she find the time? How long was she in that thing? Anyway, I don't want to talk about Westworld anymore. That was our recap, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, this was a lengthy recap. It's like a 20 minutes of us saying we don't know. Oh, (laughs) really? Yeah. Oh, look at us. I mean, listen, add us to your Westworld recap queue. Like, we're out here. Um, I will say my top moment from Westworld was seeing um, Ed Harris with a gun again. Uh, Yeah, Amanda Bernard and... They deserve it. Honestly, they... I love them, but they deserve to die because he told them. And he told they, them. And then Bernard was just like, shrugs, we might need him. For what? Right. For right. what? Uh, what are they talking make, about? Why do they need him? He's just like, it doesn't make any... Uh, anyway, moving on. 
cool. Yeah. Let us know how you feel about the season of Westworld. <laughs> I'm hopeful that the finale will at least be exciting. I don't I care so if it too. makes sense, but at least be entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> like- I think after this episode, I was like, I got to change my attitude or I felt really productive during that hour. So maybe I just need to do my work during that hour because I just felt, oh. very, pro- I felt very propelled. I felt very... <laughs> you know focused I haven't worked all weekend and I work every single day and I've just been like I'm not gonna work and then I started working I was like listen time to make moves started looking up stuff for our friend John who wants to be a executive I was like let's make it happen who do we gotta you know google so I mean truly (laughs) let's just just go anyway should we move on to each other's wrecks yes each other's wrecks okay who wants to go first I want to talk about Pride and Prejudice and Zombies first, specifically because mm-hmm. I want to spend more time talking about Boys Over Flowers and I want to talk about <laughs> PNPNZ. So that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I would like to go first. Okay. Um, so part of last comment actually is that because <laughs> we have Shanae and I have very different tastes yes. in media, yes. and we very rarely overlap, except with a romantic action movie, yeah. a rom com. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so last week we had the idea to do like a rom com themed week, and of course she took that and recommended that I watch Pride and Prejudice and Zombies of all things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which I watched earlier today, and I actually, shockingly, enjoyed it. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. I was making such a big stink out of having to watch it before, but it was kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of a, a fun twist. And I've also just been watching, we're on lockdown, uh, it's the weekend, whatever that means anymore. Yeah, I've truly just day. been watching like, Downton Abbey <laughs> and Steven Universe, like yes. interchanging between those. Love that. So, so you, nice so you. To- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like Pride and Prejudice and Zombies is a combination of those two things, actually. Yeah, it's like action actually, yeah, yeah. and period piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. But I really enjoyed it. There are some parts where I was like, Darcy's not hot enough. Um, Wickham's ugly. (laughs) I was like, this is not. (laughs) These are my critiques. (laughs) But I really liked it. I thought the the action was. I thought she was good, actually. I really liked her. I really liked her, too. Like, I don't know. I think that's the same girl who was um, live action Cinderella in that Cinderella remake. Mm Mm-hmm. I like her. I think she's actually really good. Um, yeah, I like her too. She's got some edge. She's got edge to her. She's a blonde girl, but I don't know if it's there's something different in her energy. I'm not sure what it was, and I thought she did a good job. Okay, so this that was the first full length adaptation I've seen of Pride and like Pride and Prejudice. I saw it years ago, and I just think it's so fun, and I think it's a cool twist on it, um, and I like it. Yeah, basically their thing is like, we're still trying to get our daughters married to save the, you know, family or whatever, but also there's a zombie apocalypse, which I really loved. And it felt so timely as everything somehow feels timely to me now because what so much of it, they're like, oh, we know that the zombies are literally at the door, but if you don't get married, we will scream. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I I think forever relevant. (laughs) And I also like how it sort of exaggerates a lot of the the politics or stuff around Pride and Prejudice, I assume. You know, they are meant to get married and stuff, but also 
to be a lady means that you need to be able to kill a zombie. I love that yeah. twist. They either know Chinese where they studied and stuff like that. I thought those little details were really interesting. Also, Cersei is in it. She plays. I mean, the, the Game of Thrones cast was there. Charles Dance, yeah. aka Tywin Lannister, also in there. Yep, yep. Playing yep, were- um, Daddy Bennett. Love him. Love him. Um, yeah, I thought the cast was great. Matt Smith um as mr collins had me on the floor at some parts so funny so funny (laughs) so funny yeah i really like that man i'm surprised that you liked it but i i mean i mm, i don't know i guess yeah i guess it i thought that it was going to be like just too much but i think that i mean it doesn't have like good rotten tomatoes reviews but those people are hacks anyway but what i think is interesting about it is that there is like zombies but it's not like overdone they really let the actual storyline breathe which i thought was surprising yeah they really only bring the zombies in to amplify the conflict in the original story which i actually love i was like this is actually a very smart way to do it is that you know like for example there's like a bunch of iconic like uh, uh, you know me i'm a listeners you don't know me i am a (laughs) pride and prejudice stan i am a jane austen nerd i am all those things i've seen every adaptation i've read the book i like love it so much and there are some iconic lines like the part where darcy talks about elizabeth bennett's like fine eyes except in this adaptation she's killing a zombie with a spin kick or something and he's like oh what fine eyes she has as she wields her <laughs> i just loved it i was like oh that's really fun it's festive like I love I did that think, part too. That part was so it, good when they I mean, came through. My favorite part like, of any yes. rom com is watching the guy get shook. Yeah. Shook. <laughs> he was just like, oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. I like it. He was like no longer fairly tolerable. She she's she bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, that's bad. Like, and it's cool that that's what did it was her like kicking ass. I just think it's like fun and like feminist in its own way. I like it. No, it was really fun. And I thought it was like, I mean, they deviate from the original story a little bit. Like um, Cersei, a.k.a. Lena Headey, um, played Lady Catherine de Bourgh. And she's supposed to be like hateful through and through. But by the end of this, like she's like, oh, wait, you fight so well. I love you, Elizabeth. (laughs) Like I kind of liked it. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was a fun time. It was festive. I'm not like a huge action and gore person, but there was like a few jump nervous like it was just the right amount of like horror and comedy that I could take. So I enjoyed it. Good. Would you would recommend it to the listeners? I think yes, actually. I think I here's what I would do. I would have this with like a a festive summer cocktail and just, you know, like a snack. I don't know. It's- yeah, exactly. Kick back, watch some zombies. Um also like I don't know. There's a few parts of it that like kind of were like, okay, well, this is clearly just someone had a fantasy of people in period where like with knives, you know, strapped to their legs, which is fine. Um, But you know what? Yeah, it's a fun time. It's like, it's very summer. It's like very, it's very very summer. It reminds me when I remember when I first watched it the first time. It's like the perfect movie theater movie. Like when we watch it at the movie theater, um, because I don't think the movie did very well, but when I saw it, I was like, this is so fun. And everybody in the theater were like, we loved it. So when we saw the reviews, we're like, what? And I think it's just a great theater, like popcorn movie experience. Yeah, no, this is for sure like watch on the big screen with your friends, things we none of us can do, never mind. But you know what? If you're rich and have a screening room. (laughs) Yes. 
I recommend it. Throw it up on a projector, have some pop some popcorn. It's like actually like a really fun, cool take on a classic. Yay! Um, so I liked it. I would give it a I would recommend it for sure. And also like I mean, listen, after, uh, yeah, I, again, I watch Westworld like, oh, wow, I could be rewatching Pride and Prejudice and Zombies while my rental lasts. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> right yeah, I, I rented it too. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. I'm excited. Yeah, it's such a good, mindless thing. Um, I know you, I like Mr. I like that Darcy more than you do, but uh, I just like them. Yeah. I just thought all the characters were good. Like, I thought they were well cast, which is interesting, like, considering, and I just loved it. I like that. Yeah, movie. no, I wasn't a huge fan of the Darcy guy who plays Darcy at first, but then like he's like kind of like let's get down to business, and I'm like, okay, it works for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is because originally when I first saw it, I was like, eh, not for me. But then like he's like super hot and serious and like can fight really well, and he was like on the horse and stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, I see. Yeah, it's I also see. much sexier actually. Yeah, than any it other is. Pride and I've seen, and I think yeah. it's because of all the fighting. <laughs> Yeah, I know they're they're when he does his big declaration and they're fighting. I love that part as well. Well, it makes sense too because like all the Pride and Prejudice adaptations, like dancing is like where all the major moments happen is in like a ball or some kind of dance sequence. And instead of mm-hmm. that, you just replace dance sequences with fight sequences, and it works. It actually overlapped pretty well. I was like, whoever thought of this, kudos. Way to go, guys. I also, it's so funny because when you were like, I should write a movie. This is like a good, it was like, this is totally a movie. If like you and I wrote a movie together, it would be Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, I feel. You are correct. (laughs) (laughs) Like if we, like if we got together and we're like, let's make a movie that needs to be a period piece. I'd be like, oh, I can't do that. And then I was like, oh, I got it. (laughs) Zombies or like something else. So yay, I'm glad you liked it. I'm surprised. I was like, she's going to hate it, but I like it. So we're getting clear about the types about you know i think also uh my expectations were low so that helped a lot (laughs) yeah i think it does help and also it's like a story you like so yeah i love that story i really do it's a classic so let's talk about another pride and prejudice adaptation (laughs) oh unofficial one my God! <laughs> so, so it's my turn. Yes. And oh my God. Aaron, <laughs> so, so excited. Aaron had me watch Boys Over Flowers, which is a, they're called K dramas, right? And yeah. I, I've never watched a K drama before. And wow, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe. And it's so funny because people always mention K-dramas and there's people who are like really into them because there's a lot of them. And I've just like not been interested because I thought like the barrier was going to be too big and da da da. And like, I think I also heard, I've also heard in the past that they're like super chaste, which not for me, I'm not really into chaste things, but I watched it and I mean, where do I begin? Like, I don't even where know. does one begin? Where uh, does one begin? You could give like a brief summary for the girls at home who've never heard of Boys Over Flowers or okay. the notion of a Korean drama. So, I guess so. Boys Over Flowers is about this really expensive school that's owned by the government. It's owned by a big corporation, so it's a school for the rich. And there is this clique. It's called it's, it's F four, right? F four. Yeah. 
And it's these guys and they're just truly awful, terrible, 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 terrible people. But in like this school has a really bad bullying problem. The first episode, this isn't a spoiler. It happens in the first five minutes of the episode. They, they like, I don't know if sharing this sells the show short, but basically they bully this guy so much that he wants to kill himself and he does almost kill himself. So they're intense. There's this girl and she, I don't even know how to explain it. It just sounds ridiculous as I'm saying it, but I'm going to keep going. Um, she saves him from I mean, suicide. I think the important thing is to like establish right up front. It's campy as hell. It's yeah. like really, it's, it sounds dark because it is dark actually if you really think about what's happening. It's but super that's dark. the problem. Don't think. <laughs> just absorb. Just do yeah. And so she saves him. And so she gets a scholarship and she's poor. Her dad, her family owns a dry cleaning business. You have to see the scene. It's iconic. Like, I can't even put it into words, that particular scene. And basically, she's sort of like, I guess she is kind of very Jane Austen in her approach. She's just very, she's not like the other girl. She's plucky. She, at one point, kicks somebody in the face Oh my and god, not just anybody though, like her love interest, like the her person love, who interest. Is love interest. And <laughs> that's what makes him shook. Okay. Love. He she kicks love. him and he's like, actually, I'm in love. <laughs> but he uh kind of what is his name is? What's his name? June Pio. <laughs> yeah, June Pio. He insults her the whole time. He's just like, you're a commoner. You have a shitty personality. You uh, are awful and annoying. But also, why don't you like me? Because I'm tall and hot. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? And this is the type of stuff. And then we have this other guy who just plays the piano. I mean, not play the piano, plays the violin the in violin. the woods. And he, so kisses, he kisses posters of women. Oh, yeah on yeah. the side which also really triggered me because of these corona times i'm like you need to get your mouth off that poster i know, um, I know. when Dom D, like whipped out the moist towelette from the fanny pack though like we love a prepared and so this show i don't get too much in the details but the show is just so campy it's very immersive it, it reminds me of like a lot of times i read these like really trashy romantic comedy books that like have way more sex in them to be honest but they just like breeze by like they're burning through plot and because they're burning through plot so fast like you just can't stop watching things are always happening the episodes are 70 minutes long like which is ridiculous Crazy. and truly excessive that's my only note and, but the, but things just happen and happen and happen and you just like and it's just i can't even explain it it's truly amazing and wonderful and i can't believe there's more i'm trying to really limit myself because i know that this could be my life from now on but oh yeah good for you no is they it, have ruined my life is each one always just one season yeah no they're usually i think they're always one season yeah it's basically uh what is it like a 20 hour movie is what they are just Which, yeah iconic what a great idea. I wish we did so that good. here because so good. Oh my, could you imagine if Westworld was just 15 episodes and should have been the should have been <laughs> story had to be told in those 15 episodes. That's what they should have been. Uh, Why not? Once, once you get into that room, that's a suggestion you can make, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back in time and um stop um, at season 2. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. The clothes are amazing. The wardrobe, oh like at oh one God. point, one of the characters wears a leather tie, a leather 
tie and his lapel is fur okay i i can't even put into words it's so much it's just opulence it's beautiful it's somehow like rich looking and cheap looking yeah it's just beautiful <laughs> it's both it's both rich and cheap which is all my favorite things are you know and i like i don't even know like i know we're like i just don't even know what to say like I was watching I think, it um, in, in awe. I was just in awe when I was watching it. I was just like, what is Well, while you were watching it, you were texting me about it, and I, I was so jealous of you. I was like, wait a minute. I watched it, too. <laughs> like, I want to watch it again. And I've seen it all the way through, like, three times. Yeah, I, was I love you. that show. It, it's so funny. And the main girl, uh, what was her name again? The main girl's Goomja D. Yeah, Goomja D. She screams. Like, when she screams... <laughs> I want to, like, I truly, at one point, I was on the ground laying face first next to Alfred. And he was like, what is going on with you? Because I was laughing so hard. She hates him so much. So every time, <laughs> every time he asks her something, she's like, uh, <laughs> RIP headphone listeners. Like, she's like, no, Ryan, wait a <laughs> Like, at her full Volume. Full volume. She puts like, her chest in it. She literally yep. throws her chest into that screen. When I, when I tell you, dear <laughs> listeners, she screams and I lose it every time. She's like, could you please never talk to me? I think at one point she her nose is bleeding. <laughs> He's like, stop crying. Stop it. And and like, you know, and then she's like, I don't understand why. And then he, he's like, I don't understand why you don't like me. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> you have a a shitty personality and i hate all of you and i'm just like okay girl and i forgot to mention again that not only did she kick him in the face but she punched him like she's constantly hitting him him. slapping him all these things and he's just like more 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 and i'm just like a sub if i've ever seen one relationship yes i was like i was like we love a sub dom like we love the representation of a sub dom relationship like the more she hates him the more sprung he gets and i'm just like maybe this is what i should do like anytime uh, anybody matches me on Tinder and they say, hey, and I could be like, go jump out of your window or something like that and just like be really mean and aggressive and maybe that'll make them fall in love with me. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, it's worth saying. a shot. Why not? Maybe I mean, I'll tell them to jump out of a window, but you know, just like well, show them like the spin kick emoji. I don't know if there is one. <laughs> maybe not jump out a window because that seems excessive, especially in these times, but maybe just like go, I don't know, fall off a toilet or something i'm not sure i'm just saying you know something like that may all your toilet paper be one ply exactly (laughs) exactly like i hope you run out of toilet paper yeah exactly i love that a curse um but yeah i mean it's delightful it's wonderful it's so fun to watch it's also good i don't know i think there's something that happens to you when you watch a show without any distraction. Do you know what I mean? Like there's something. No, it's like, that's kind of part of the reason why I love it so much is because it's in Korean. So you have to read the subtitles to know what the fuck they're saying. You can't and, like, text, even though I did You text. have to lock in. You really do. <laughs> like, like you and I love that. Because a lot of times I'll watch TV and I'm like on the internet. I'll even have a YouTube video up or something like that. And for that, you just really 
watch and you focus. And I think, and I've read something about that that says that when you're watching TV, if you just focus on it afterwards, you're less tired. You're, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there is something about focusing your energy without splitting it. And so I like how I feel after I watch it because I'm just like, ah, that was nice. And I think it's because I'm not on the phone and watching something on and answering my emails and all this other stuff because you have to watch it you really do have to pay attention and I love it and also like it's not just the subtitles reading because that could be a hindrance for some people it's just like it's just so wild like it's so wild and you don't even notice like after a while you don't even realize that you're reading you're just like a part of it you know what I mean it's like you're in the world yeah you're like cruise ship next to her (laughs) In the middle of the fucking ocean. And even if you're not ready, oh my God. Like, sometimes <laughs> I, and she screams up. She's like, why are you doing <laughs> I just love her so much. She's an icon. I want the best for her. I hope she's okay wherever she is. And I'm sure she's fine. I think the only thing that I don't like about it is how chaste it is and how kind of like like the like kind of sort of like the the weird sexual abuse undertones I don't love and I want to warn people about that before they watch it because I was kind of taken aback it's in 2009 so I feel like we're a lot woker in the last 10 years but there's like some times where he like tries to force her to kiss him and all this stuff and I, I didn't like yeah those parts. for sure is really gross yeah those that, parts don't age well at all yeah those parts don't age well and you just kind of have to like see past it and I think a lot that might trip some people up because it is startling like some of the parts where he's just really forceful and I think that that probably wouldn't happen now if you saw a k-drama I'm sure we've evolved past that but that will be startling and again there's just not enough sex but other than that I still like it because it is very sweet and innocent despite that stuff like he will like smile thinking about her because he just she just verbally abused him and he just (laughs) loves it so much what does the title mean? I don't know at all. <laughs> None. No idea. But I do know that they're, so they're click F4. I think the F is for flower, flower four, but I don't uh, know why it's called boys over flowers. I imagine maybe it makes more sense in Korean. Okay. But, <laughs> you know, it is, it is what it is. Okay. Well, I do love it. I suggest everybody watch it. Like I said, the first couple minutes are kind of dark. And so you might be like, I don't know. But then as soon as our main character comes on the screen, it really all of a sudden you're locked in because she's just a really compelling performer. Her family's great. The prime minister in the show is so hot. I know that they kind of skip over that part and they kind of like, I don't think we're supposed to think that, but I'm telling you, I'm thinking it. And every time I see him, I'm like, okay, he could absolutely get it. So, you know. Yeah. A thousand percent could get it. So, because of the the other boys, I mean, sometimes I look at them and I'm like, I guess, but it's just, I just, I like my men older. I don't like the boyish look really. So it doesn't do much for me. Yeah. I recommended this of all the, so the romantic comedy theme, I feel like K-dramas are peak the Korean soap operas, I feel like they're like peak romance, campy bullshit, and they're yeah. so stupid, but so corny, so dumb, and I love them so much. It's so no, weird. It's amazing. I truly feel like I've been opened up to a new world, and now that I've been watching it, Netflix has been suggesting other ones, for example. Oh, no, there's, there's so many. <laughs> so there's, many. There's one 
that is about apparently a woman who gives a soldier contraband makeup for people in a camp or something. And I was like, whoa, okay. Well, what? That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the commercial, that's what I got from the commercial. Oh, um, wow. After a report, but it's a romance and he's a soldier and she's giving yeah, him no. contraband makeup. So there's that. Huh. Interesting. I don't know if is this exists. a this isn't the crash into you one, is it? I the think one so. where she, yes, I think that's this it. This is the South Korean girl like landing on this in North Korea or whatever. Yes, 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 that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a more recent one, which I haven't seen yet, but yeah. Again, Boys Over Flowers doesn't age well in many ways in terms of sexual politics. Uh they be racist as <laughs> racism is a global, you know, disease. However, <laughs> However, I just, yeah, I feel like it's kind of bizarrely fascinating how entertaining they are and also how silly they are at the same time. And I do think the acting is always really good. But yeah, the newer ones are, (laughs) you can tell the newer ones are better because they evolve. Like they step away from the formula. They like change up the storyline. Things are a little different. There's a little more sex, a little more interesting. It's like a real camera. Like. So I feel like Boys Over Flowers is kind of like one of the OGs, but yeah, there are for sure better ones. But I, I when you think of like an intro to the genre, no, I, I, I don't understand how that. they could be a better one than than Boys. I mean, it's so good. I don't know. It's how. so good. It really is so good, and it's so bad, but it's so good. And there's many parts that are just so bizarre and so funny. At one point, because the school has a bullying problem, they're throwing like eggs and flour at her to like pays her i guess mm-hmm. and she says do you know how many pancakes this <laughs> that was my favorite part she's like i, mean, I just lose so it oh my god she's just truly a comedic genius she's so she's good. so funny she actually is really funny like her timing her expressions and when i i i don't feel like i'm fully describing her scream her it's so funny i i'm not even giving it justice not it's it is but definitely go watch it go watch it right now it's on your netflix what else are you doing go do it yeah if you want to escape this hellscape we live in i recommend because you won't be able to think about anything else (laughs) yeah i think honestly i think both of our suggestions are great for right now they'll just make you feel a lot better (sighs) okay those are the last comments should we do our question question corner yes i have a i have a question for you and it again comes from John. And the question is, Thanks, what, John. what would your housewives tagline be? So <laughs> John is a huge housewives fan. And he's especially a connoisseur of the taglines. He really likes them. And so uh, I, I feel like this is on brand for him. So Aaron, what would your tagline be? I need to ask some follow-up questions. Okay. Question number one, am I an Atlanta housewife as a black person? Or I guess Potomac technically is what. Yeah, I was going to say Potomac as well. I (laughs) I think we put you where you are now. The Real Housewives of North Hollywood. <laughs> what was I say? The Real Housewives of East Hollywood of Little yeah, Armenia? East, East Hollywood. <laughs> Little Armenia. I think that's what you have to work with. <laughs> so 
like give tagline it could be avoid <laughs> avoid uh, Santa Monica and Swenson <laughs> oh my god okay so the real housewives of little Armenia I'm seeing it in my head now it's a mixture of like um the new hipsters the Latino grandmas um yeah. Latina grandmas um Hmm, yeah. Who else is here? I don't know. Oh, Me and the, the elderly. Sci- sci- Scientology. Duh. The Scientology. Oh, shit. Duh. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. So Live right by the Scientology would, building. Right. It would be like, oh, expand. my God. It would be like, reprogram like, I'll tell you mind. how to go clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, go clear, reprogram your mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. That's uh, all about Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Literally. <laughs> Tom Cruise has been to my house. <laughs> so we think I'm that. not a cult. I'm a personality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's good. I'm not a cult. I'm a personality. <laughs> I wonder what our like, little mascot would be of little Armenia. Would it be like a cockroach? <laughs> we can hold it in our hands. <laughs> No, <laughs> because we have them a plenty. That's all I have to say. Instead oh, uh, no. of a peach, oh, I don't know what it would be though. A cockroach is hilarious. That's so funny. I feel like it's accurate, honestly. <laughs> um, or like a lacroix, an empty yeah. lacroix. Yeah, exactly. I that's don't know. <laughs> that's that's the vibe here. It's very gritty. It's very real. It's very raw. <laughs> Wait, Shanae, what would yours be? Real Housewives of Long Beach? I don't know. <laughs> a classier establishment? That's a really good question. I guess first we just have to figure out what it would our symbol be. Probably Snoop Dogg would be. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> a miniature Snoop Dogg. <laughs> just like in my, or, or just like a blunt in my hand. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. It's a blunt. Like our, our hands are extended with a blunt. And I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what would be like very Long Beach. Probably something about the oil fields to keep us humble or something like that. Because there's like oh, all yeah. those oil fields out there. An oily. It's like oilies or something about dolphins or something. I don't know. It's hard. Like we we're not really we don't have as much personality as East Hollywood. I would say you're just like we have. We do have Eho. We have personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Yeah. No, I don't really. Hmm. But what would your individual tag be? Oh, it would probably be something like oh, <laughs> like something about uh, maybe I should go to sleep or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I should probably take a nap. <laughs> rest what's that (laughs) something along those lines Mm -hmm. or because i'm tired of you bitches (laughs) oh i see i think it has to be like kind of a uh it has to be catty yeah yeah i guess that shows that i just like all my anger is turned inward is that too dark Like I wouldn't even think to to be catty towards anyone else. <laughs> that wasn't even like my thought. I just, you know, I'm gonna use yeah, this opportunity no. to again drag myself. 
gosh. I don't know. Well, I appreciated that, you know? I feel like that really took me on a journey. My my dad, whenever... uh, he always asked to see the. So I know what my dad's would be if he lived here. He would say, "Get a job, hippies," because that's what he yells out. It's really embarrassing. So he'll have me iconic. Open, he'll have me open up the door so we can see the beach, and he'll he'll yell, "Get a job, hippies," and then I'll shut the door because I'm embarrassed because it's very loud. So that's what my dad would be. <laughs> Get a job, hippies. And I was like, it's catty, inaccurate because they probably should. So. I mean, they don't have jobs for sure. I mean, that's what the whole thing is that people will be on the beach literally at one o'clock. Well, not anymore, but they would be. And it is true. What what you guys doing? So I don't know. (laughs) Maybe that's their job. That's that's a really hard question. Yeah. Like I said, all of my resentment is always turned inward. So maybe I'm not the right person to to do it. I would be terrible. I would honestly be a terrible housewife because that's what I would do. Maybe like Shanae is boring. All she does is sit around and try to accomplish goals and gets mad at herself all the time. Like she's no drama. And they'll try to like put me in rooms with other women and I'll be like, so how does that make you feel? (laughs) Like let's unpack unpack some of this because I feel like you're yelling at me, but this isn't really about me. (laughs) And they would be like, get her out of here. really doesn't need to be in here and they'd be like well you know what you're this and you're that i'll be like you know what that's a valid point and i take that criticism and i'll integrate it like i would be terrible i'd be be truly terrible (laughs) i'm like thank you you know what my critique is fair and i really will think take it and i will meditate on it right like that's good that's a good critique and i'll definitely bring that to my therapist during our next session thank you portia Or like I do feel like whenever watch the Beverly Hills Housewives because they're actually rich. (laughs) I'm like, aren't y'all just like going to hang out with your money? (laughs) Like, what is this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's why, like, I can watch Housewives to a point, but then at one point, at some point, I'm just sort of like, I don't know. Like, it's sort of the reason why I can't watch Succession and a lot of other shows. I'm just like, this is just kind of like. This is all work that needs to be taken to a therapist. <laughs> I don't really want to watch. I don't really want to watch. I mean, sometimes I do. It's fun. But a lot of times I feel like it gets too real for me because I'm like, oh, she got real hardcore abandonment issues. And that's really hard to watch. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I've watched. I've read too many self-help books to to watch. Watch it. Even though I do love Vanderpump Rules. I don't know why I like that show. I guess it's because it's never very serious. But on Housewives, it gets kind of like you see them and you're like, okay, this this is like a bigger issue, like alcohol. Well, yeah, sometimes the Housewives like have real problems. Like, yeah, because um, on Vanderpump, Girl, it's not really ever anything hardcore. And Beverly Hills with the husband who was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, anyways. This is bad. I don't know. That question was hard. I don't think either of us really have one. Maybe that's something to think about and we'll bring one for our next episode, maybe. Yeah, I think it's something that I would need to like meditate on, mm-hmm. um, workshop, market test, and then get back to you. Okay. <laughs> well, next week we'll have them. Or we'll, yeah, I guess we both can have them. I think of something. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So I guess the late, the last part of our podcast is to give recommendations. Do you have a recommendation yet for next week for me? I have a couple of ideas. Okay. But you're not going to like any of them. But I feel like this is my turn because I've given you some bangers, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you're supposed to we're supposed to widen each other's horizons as far as watching habits. So 
give me your worst because like i said you made me watch frozen 2 and i made you watch hobbs and shaw and that's just what happened <sighs> you also made me watch Lands. i'll never watch- forget <laughs> oh my god yeah listen so yeah do whatever you want okay i'll go first actually um yes. so today i started watching a show well have you watched kim's convenience no okay Oh my gosh. Okay, so Kim's Convenience is a Canadian show about a Korean um, family that owns a convenience store. And it is so funny and it's so good. It was given to me as a suggestion from somebody in my new writing group as like they read my fake boyfriend script and they're like, oh, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of this show. And I watched it and it was it's so in alignment with kind of what I do and like the specificity. Uh, It's very good. It's so funny. Um, it's like very laid back. It's a half hour comedy. They fly. The brother is, I mean, I'm going to try to form words. So hot. Like he's hot? Okay. Like, okay. Sorry. I like my brain. My brain like I heard your brain stop. I heard that. <laughs> I was like, oh, is she having a stroke? Yeah. Um. <laughs> he is very good looking he's i just it was a lot i wasn't expecting that the parents are so funny and it's called chem chem's convenience there's four seasons i've already today i've already watched seven episodes because they're only 23 minutes long and i think for you because you're writing because your new show is a half hour right the indeed uh, i think it's gonna be great for your show it reminded me a little bit of what you're doing with your show as well so i think You'll love it. I, I hope I want you to watch an episode tonight if you can. Although I guess you're going to be watching Steven Universe, but I think you're going to really, really like it. Kim's I am ready. I'm always ready for a new comedy to enjoy. Speaking yes. of Steven Universe, that's my rec for you. I'm Expanding your horizon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Now here's the thing about Steven Universe. Mm. They, each episode is 11 minutes long. Oh, 11 okay. minutes. Okay, that's They good. fit so much story into those 11 minutes sometimes. It's actually a masterclass in writing, I believe. But as someone who's watched now all of Steven Universe, the movie and Steven Universe Future, um, I can tell you it's like one of the greatest things that have ever happened. Mm. So you'll be watching it. I'm trying to think like, I'm trying to actually look up what happens in the pilot episode. I'm pretty sure it's about Cookie Cat, which is an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> the point is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, cookie Cat. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would like for you I would like for you to watch at least, I have to look at the episode list. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a pilot I haven't seen. Oh my God, is that supposed to be Pearl? Wow, the character design really evolved. Um. Anyway, yeah, I would like you to watch at least four episodes. It's going to be not even an hour of your time. <laughs> do, I start, do I start anywhere? <clears throat> No, no, no. I would oh. not do that. Because it's weirdly, it's not, ser- it's serialized, but not mm-hmm. in a weird way. Hmm. Hold on. Season one. I just like thought about this. So now I have to figure out what you need to see. 
Steven Universe. It's so good. Hmm. Oh boy. This is confusing. Huh. I don't have it. I would watch as much as you can. Maybe okay. until you get to I don't want to ask for too much of your time, but yeah, I would watch at least, I watch as much as you can, but yeah, at least four episodes, I think. Okay. It's festive. It's fun. Uh And there's also like, I mean, Westworld wishes that it had the backstory set up and understood and the rules of the universe explained the way that Steven Universe does, is all I have to say. Like, Rebecca Sugar did that, so... That's what I recommend. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. It's so good. <sighs> All right. I mean, I'm not looking forward to this, but I will be glad to be informed because everybody talks about it. <clears throat> well, not everybody, mostly you. Yes. <laughs> and the people from the and, and who, 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 else, who else is talking about it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, great. That was this episode of Last Comment. Subscribe. Anything else you want to say, Erin? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, stay, stay safe, stay healthy, stay inside. If you're in Georgia, stay inside. Don't go outside. Don't, don't listen to that governor. Don't, don't listen they, to him. They don't care if you live or die. So They don't it's, care. It's chill. It's chill. Yeah. It's, chill. it's real chill. Don't go outside. Yeah, your hair. Okay. Cut your hair at home. It's fine. Like I said, it's been a while, but it could be longer if we all continue to die. So stay home. And- I mean, <laughs> also, we've been in quarantine in California for like... It feels like we've never not been in quarantine, actually. Yeah, I've really adapted, to be honest. <laughs> like, I just feel like, fine. It's my, it's my way of being. I think I was just talking to a friend about this, about how awkward it's going to be to, like, be around people and to be places. Like, we all think it's going to be great, but I'm sure there's going to be just sort of, like, everybody's going to be really awkward at first because you just are not used to... Now like, you lose even. you lose it. It's like a muscle of any kind. Because <laughs> I just remember it, even... Even when I would go out after like being home all week or something, I would like squint at the sun. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like at like the like my eyes would need help adjusting to the the club or like the bar. I'd be like, ugh. And then I just don't know. I just feel like it's gonna take a while before I feel comfortable going to somewhere a club or something like that. I just don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to a club even when outside does open up back up. I just yeah. don't see it happening. At least not until there's a vaccine developed. <laughs> so I, I agree. And there's like, and also the thing that I find is just that like, it, I feel like it's going to be, I feel like people are going to hang out different ways. Like I said, like, it's not going to be always the like, go out to eat. I feel like people are going to do more stuff. Like, cause like I said, I, I think we talked about this. Like, I'm not really wanting to go out a bunch. I just want to see you guys. I don't really want to meet anybody new or anything like that. 
I just want to like be. I mean, never wanted to do that. (laughs) And that that wasn't even really a big interest of me before. So I I think it'll be okay once some of the restrictions come down so that you guys could like come visit me or I could go visit y'all. That would be enough. Yeah, that is one thing I miss. I do watch my neighbors sometimes because I can see into their backyard from my window. (laughs) I'm not creepy, but I do watch them in the backyard sometimes just drinking and having fun hanging out. And I'm just like, huh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like once, once, <laughs> once it like um, elite, like it goes down a little bit. I feel like we can all see each other one at a time at least. Like I could go to your place, or you can come to mine, and we can sit on the balcony, or I could go visit John. I think that should be okay. Like later, not now, but I think that for a while is probably going to be the move. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, so we'll that's see. A, that's this episode. Yay! Hooray! Thanks. We're the editors. We're the hosts. We're everything. Hooray. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.